But wait, there's more. Hi, everybody. It's Terry O'Reilly here, and we're happy to announce something we've never offered before. It's our But Wait, There's More subscriber package. If you're a fan of Under the Influence, you'll get more than ever before. You'll get more bonus episodes like the live recording and audience Q&A we did recently at the Hot Docs Podcast Festival, exclusive for subscribers only. You'll get more podcasts with additional stories. You'll get early access so you can listen to all of our new shows before anyone else. You'll get all of our episodes, including archives, ad-free. Tisk tisk. I won't judge. You'll be invited to Ask Me Anything sit-down chats with yours truly. You'll get first dibs on tickets for live events. You'll get big discounts on Under the Influence merchandise. And that's only the beginning, all for a few bucks a month. Just go to our show page on Apple Podcasts and tap Try Free to start your free seven-day trial. Membership has its privileges. Hmm, you should copyright that. 
1967 was a critical year in rock history. It was in June of that year the Beatles released the groundbreaking Sgt. Pepper LP. It was a concept album, and it had a big influence on other bands. Near the end of 67, The Who released its first concept album, titled The Who Sells Out. The title was a play on the fact Who concerts were beginning to sell out, and the fact the band had been doing commercial jingles on the side for extra cash. Because the BBC didn't play much rock music in the mid-60s, The Who had been heavily influenced by music they heard on pirate radio stations. So they decided to create an album that sounded like a commercial radio station. So in between the songs, The Who created radio station stings like this. They also inserted fake commercials. They did ads for Heinz Beans, an acne cream called Medac, and the Charles Atlas Dynamic Tension Bodybuilding Course. The Charles Atlas Course with Dynamic Tension can turn you into a beast of a man. Pete Townsend even wrote a song called Orderono about the then-famous underarm deodorant. That song would create controversy when Who manager Chris Stamp actually asked Orderono for endorsement money. The Who Sells Out is considered a classic album, and many consider it the Who's greatest record. Some even called it prophetic, saying the Who saw into the future as branding would eventually make its mark on the music business. always had a firm foot in the world of music. So many commercials contain music tracks because music has a special way of adding emotion to products. And jingles in particular have a magical way of firmly embedding a product name or a phone number into your mind for years. Some successful jingles were written by famous musicians. And it may surprise you to discover how many were sung by famous artists. It's not the what, it's the who. You're under the influence. As we noted last week, jingles have a long history, dating back to that fateful experiment by General Mills to see if a singing commercial could save the Wheaties brand back in 1926. Jingles had a great run until the late 1980s, when bands started licensing their own big hits to advertisers. From that point on, songs overtook jingles. But a few big jingles have beaten the trend in recent years. And we'll tell the story today of one that has made a company billions of dollars. But before we get there, let's look at some classic jingles. Remember this one? You'll wonder where the yellow went when you brush your teeth with Pepsodent. The taste is new, so fresh and clean. That new taste really lasts, it's keen. And while it makes your smile a rave, it also makes your breath behave. I've always thought this was an interesting signpost in jingles. It was created in 1956 by advertising agency Foot Conan Belding, 
The agency, as some of our listeners may remember, that the famous Albert Lasker originally ran in Chicago. You'll wonder where the yellow went is a landmark campaign because it was one of the first commercials aimed at the teenaged audience, a target market that was just landing on the radar screens of Madison Avenue after the Second World War. The tune was the pinnacle of jingle writing, instantly catchy and memorable. Surprisingly, the jingle lyrics had been discarded by the ad agency and thrown away, but the agency was desperate for an idea to try and unseat main competitor Colgate, so someone reached into the waste paper basket and pulled the lyrics back out. No one had any faith in the idea until creative director Don Williams put the words to music. When the ad agency first played the new jingle for their Pepsodent client, the marketing manager asked them how soon they could have it on the air before the jingle had even finished playing. The jingle became so popular that a full-length song was recorded later that year by a band called the Jumpin' Jacks. Date your doll for a bowl of red. When you make the scene, don't lose your head. Yank the yellow and mix it in. Then spear a spoon and dig your chin. You'll wonder why you haven't tried mustard in your chili pie. Once the jingle hit the airwaves and the song hit the billboard charts, Pepsodent sales doubled. One of my favorite jingles growing up was for Sugar Crisp Cereal. The brand has a mascot called Sugar Bear, which had been developed in the late 1940s. The long-running TV campaign featured Sugar Bear singing a very laid-back jingle and usually featured the Sugar Bear and his nemesis, Granny Goodwitch, trying to outmaneuver one another for the cereal. I can't get enough of that sugar, Chris. Well, looky here, it's empty. Guess I'll trot down to Granny Goodrich's house and grab me a bowl full. Hi, Granny. Hold the phone. Your sugar's on the way. Well, it's sugar bear after my sugar crisp again. Granny Goodwitch was voiced by Ruth Buzzy of Laugh-In fame, by the way, and the sugar bear has been voiced by actor Jerry Matthews for over 40 years. The jingle itself was based on an old spiritual song called Joshua Fit the Battle of Jericho, Written in the mid 1800s. I had always assumed Jerry Matthews was doing a loose imitation of Bing Crosby in those commercials. Then I read an interesting story that said Matthews was actually impersonating Dean Martin. But when the commercials first aired, Sugar Crisp was sued by Bing Crosby, who thought they were imitating him. So I asked Jerry Matthews if it was true. He said Bing Crosby was always the inspiration for Sugar Bear. And no, the Bingster never did sue. There was another music track written in the mid-90s that I loved. It was in a television commercial for H.P. Sauce. The commercial was written by my friend Bill Martin. The jingle was written by Tim Tickner, an amazing music composer I mentioned in part one of this jingles episode. The commercial featured a cow singing another laid-back tune. Tim sang the hilarious vocal himself. Can you imagine 
How much I love you. I know the only one for me, yeah, could ever be you. My arms won't free you, and my heart won't try. Thank you, you're beautiful. The slogan? HP Sauce Makes Beef Sing. Another Tim Tickner jingle has been running for over 25 years. It tackles the toughest task of all. It sings the phone number. The advertiser is Pizza Nova, which has been in business since 1963 and now has over 130 locations in Canada. The jingle was sung by Alfie Zappacosta, who had many hit records of his own, including a song on the Dirty Dancing soundtrack, which sold 20 million copies. Of course, one of the most famous jingles in Canadian advertising was the Pizza Pizza jingle. In the pizza delivery business, the key is to make your phone number memorable. You don't have to really sell pizzas in your commercials, just your phone number. And it helps if you have a rhyming one. Pizza Pizza was one of the first pizza chains to use one centralized phone number. From that jingle, an empire was built. For decades, bands refused to work for the advertising industry. But that wasn't always the case. As a matter of fact, many bands and popular singers actually sang jingles in the 50s and 60s. Here are some of the more odd pairings. Old Blue Eyes himself, Frank Sinatra, he of the toupee, once sang a jingle for Halo Shampoo. Halo, everybody, halo. Halo is the shampoo that glorifies your hair. So halo, everybody, halo. With softer, lively curls and brighter, sparkling hair. And here's Sinatra singing, not for Pontiac, but for a Skokie, Illinois Pontiac car dealership. Now, why would Sinatra sing a jingle for a local car dealership? Let's just say the car dealer had connections. Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on this farm he had a car, the swingin'est car I know. It was a new Pontiac with a dual-wide track. What a kick to drive is like ball in the jack. Peter Epstein Pontiac, he sold the car to Mac. Did you know the Rolling Stones once sang a serial jingle? It seems the anti-establishment band needed a little establishment cash when they were starting out. Brian Jones wrote the jingle along with advertising agency J. Walter Thompson. It only aired in Great Britain, and it was for Rice Krispies. Wake up in the morning, there's a snap around the place. Wake up in the morning, there's a crackle in your face. Wake up in the morning, there's a pop that really says Rice Krispies to you. And you, and you, for on the milk and listen to the stand that says it's nice. For on the milk and listen to the crackle of that rice. Get up in the morning to the pop that says it's nice. Hear them 
Dalton and Chris. Rice Krispies! In the 60s, a lot of top bands sang jingles. Here's the Moody Blues for Coca-Cola. Thank you for riding my pleasure machine Into my world of sun and wind Lift you up to heights you've never seen Apparently, the band Cream loved a beer called Falstaff and even offered to sing a jingle for the beer in 1967. Falstaff's slogan, The Thirst Slaker. Here's a good one. Iron Butterfly reminding you that band roll-on antiperspirant won't wear off as the day wears on. Band won't wear off as the day wears on. Band won't wear off as the day wears on. And here's a little psychedelia for white Levi's jeans, courtesy of Grace Slick and Jefferson Airplane. If you think that was strange, how about a Frank Zappa jingle for anything? In this case, here's one done in 1967 for Remington Electric Razors. Recognize this singer in that Zappa jingle? Believe it or not, it was Linda Ronstadt. And as I mentioned earlier, The Who made a little money on the side, also in 1967, which seems to be the year for bands singing jingles, when they sang this aggressive jingle for Coca-Cola. the most successful jingle writers of the 1970s was none other than Barry Manilow. As a matter of fact, a few of his jingles are still airing on television all these years later. For example, Mr. Copacabana wrote this. I am stuck on Band-Aid, band stuck on me. I am stuck on Band-Aid, cause Band-Aid's stuck on me. Cause they really stick to your fingers and they stick on Band-Aid Manilow also wrote this long-running jingle that we still hear in prime time most nights. Like a good Manilow actually plays a medley of his commercial jingles in his live shows, which he introduces as VSM, or his Very Strange Medley. And while Barry Manilow didn't write this next jingle you hear in his VSM, he did the arrangement for the most popular version of, arguably, the most famous McDonald's jingle of all time. Yeah, you deserve a break today. 
while McDonald's has done many successful jingles over the years, there was one jingle in particular that saved their bacon back in 2002. And we'll be right back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. If you're enjoying this episode, why not dip into our archives? Available wherever you download your pods. Go to terryoreilly.ca for a master episode list. Last week, we told a story about a McDonald's Big Mac jingle and how successful it was back in 1974. Now, jump ahead to 2002. McDonald's is in trouble. The company posted the first quarterly loss in its history, losing $344 million. It had to withdraw from three countries and closed nearly 200 underperforming restaurants. Other fast food companies were cropping up and eating into their market share. So, McDonald's held a competition between 14 international advertising agencies to come up with a game-changing campaign. The winning agency was Haya & Partner, a DDB subsidiary based in the suburb of Munich, Germany. Compared to the other heavy-hitting ad agencies in the competition, the German shop was microscopic. But its idea would become the very first global campaign in McDonald's then 63-year history. Their concept was Ich Liebitz, 
which loosely translates to, I'm loving it. Next, the agency needed to turn their idea into a jingle. During an early session with a German music production company, they got the inspiration for the famous when the president of the ad agency overheard a backup singer warming up in the studio. This gave them the idea to collaborate with the fresh out-of-in-sync Justin Timberlake to create the jingle. Then they made an interesting decision. They had an entire three-and-a-half-minute song created for Timberlake called I'm Loving It, co-written by Pharrell Williams. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Don't you love it too? They decided to release the song prior to the campaign and didn't mention McDonald's at all. The marketing executive behind the collaboration called the decision reverse engineering. First, they released the slogan into pop culture. Then they would release the campaign in jingle, allowing the public to connect the song to McDonald's on their own. I'm Loving It, the song charted across Europe and was released as a digital download in the States. Then McDonald's released its I'm Loving It campaign in 2003, with five commercials, each aimed at different target audiences and translated into 11 languages. The first version was released in Germany, in honor of the German agency that came up with the idea. Then, the rest of the world followed. I'm loving it. Is this the place to eat? Since I don't cook, I'll just rock to the beat. I'm loving it. At the end of the day, to relieve the stress, we add a little play. I'm loving it. Sometimes we have mishaps. You're just overcome and adapt to setbacks. I'm loving it. You know you're my world. How could I mind love taps from my girl? I'm loving it. The TV campaign featured both vocals and appearances from Timberlake and the rap duo The Clips. That year, McDonald's spent a lot of money launching the new jingle. But it was worth it. U.S. sales shot up by $680 million, and worldwide sales increased over $1.8 billion that year alone. An extraordinary rebound. Today, I'm Loving It is the longest-running McDonald's jingle in its 77-year history. Clearly, they love it. I want to tell you one last funny story about working on a jingle. For over 35 years, this was one of the most familiar jingles in North America. Now, technically, I don't consider that a jingle. It's more like a three-second mnemonic, in my opinion. Like the Pentium Ping. Or the Rogers Sonic logo. But let's call it a jingle for now. It was written by a composer named Doug Katsaris, who has worked with artists like Elton John, Shania Twain, and Rod Stewart. That three-second piece of music has become quite famous, and it contained that subtle double entendre, by Menon, B-Y, and by Menon, B-U-Y. While you may think writing a three-second jingle can't possibly be difficult, Doug says he wrote 12 versions before hitting on that one. 
When it was recorded, he had six fellow jingle writers sing it in different keys, then put them all together to create the effect we've heard all these years. By the way, there originally was a six-second song that preceded the by Menon bit. That's why the word by is held so long. It was the bridge between the six-second song and the three-second ending, but the decision was made to drop the first six seconds. Years later, when By Menon transcended advertising and entered pop culture, television shows started to license it. Seinfeld did a funny bit with it. Jon Stewart used it in his show. And Family Guy did this with it. Hey, Lois, you see that barn out there? You know who it was built by? By Mennonites. Every time somebody uses the melody, they have to pay a licensing fee to the composer. When originally written, Katsaris worked at a jingle house with several other writers, and as I mentioned, he had them all sing on the jingle. After many years had passed and licensing fees started to roll in, an ownership issue arose. One of the other writers claimed authorship. But as Doug Katsaris told me recently, he was able to prove he was the real writer because only he knew that a six-second song had originally been written that led in to By Menon. By the way, here's my funny By Menon story. Our company was once asked to update the Menon jingle for Canada. Now, imagine trying to update a three-second jingle while maintaining the established melody. I mean, where do you go with it? One morning after we got that assignment, I remember passing the office of our music director. He was just standing there motionless, with his guitar on, staring into space. I asked him what he was working on. He said, the new By Menon jingle. About four hours later, I passed his office again, and he was still standing in the exact same position, staring into space with his guitar on. He hadn't moved an inch. Why? He was creatively paralyzed. You've got to hand it to jingle writers. They take 10 pounds of potatoes and miraculously stuff them into a musical five-pound bag and still make it sound memorable and sticky. While many shrug off jingles as incidental pieces of fluff, it's remarkable how powerful jingles can be. Pepsodent doubled its sales with a jingle. Entire pizza delivery empires have been built on catchy jingles. Coke and Pepsi are just sugared water. But when the ingredient of musical emotion was added, they became iconic brands. McDonald's learned that lesson in the 60s when it used jingles to persuade millions of people to sing their menu. So it only made sense that when McDonald's was facing the first loss in its corporate history, it turned to its favorite marketing tool. I'm loving It not only reversed its fortunes, it became the first worldwide jingle in McDonald's history, earning McDonald's not millions of dollars, but billions. And that little three-note by Menon jingle by composer Doug Katsaris bought him a nice house in the country. Music is emotion, and jingles can make a product memorable and sticky. It all proves one thing. Hitting the right notes can be money in the bank when you're under the influence. I'm Terry O'Reilly.
Under the Influence was recorded in the Tear Stream. Producer Debbie O'Reilly. Sound engineer Keith Oman. Theme music by Ari Posner and Ian Lefevre. Co-writer Sidney O'Reilly. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Terry O. Influence for show updates and bonus material. See you next week. This episode brought to you by Menon. By the way, feel free to peruse the Under the Influence shop. We've got some fun t-shirts that will fit you to a T. Go to terryoreilly.ca slash shop. Every purchase supports the show, and we appreciate it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.